Previously on Diceweave. Perhaps you could provide us with something that will offer a little bit of uh, protection. Hmm, some uh, transport you ask for? Colin and Nav are going to go on an adventure through the underworld. A stinky, stinky adventure. Someone asks how we're going to get to the encephalicome. Outside the Hornhawks. We do a little montage as you go down and you come to a scar that is an entrance to the Veritex. The utricle slurps out of the ceiling. It, it's basically a giant bacteria. Bella's gunning it. You bump over some rocks and get a bit of airtime as you guys speed down the tunnel. You think that thing ate our cohorts? Should we check? Do you want to go back? So let's assume they're not dead for now. You know that the encephalocomb is basically just around a corner. Alright, my microphone test was successful, so now I too am a recording person. (gasps) Recording people! I've been recording Recording for two minutes. (gasps) (laughs) I've been recording this whole time. How do I counter this strategy? I have nothing in my deck that'll help me with this. Unless... You have activated my (laughs) recording card. Shit! And now that there are five people, four people recording... Don't We can perform... uh, Five people recording. (gasps) Yeah. We can perform a recording fusion. Whee! Do we have to dance? I'm no good at dancing. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? And then tragically, Yabelreth had an accident which removed his entire vocal box. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, I have a backup. Fucking hell, of course he's got like six on a shelf. I am an arms dealer. I sell arms and also vocal cords. Well, that voice is a weapon of mass destruction, so... (laughs) So we were actually outside of or about to be outside of the actual encephalocomb mm-hmm. you find yourselves in the veritex basically just i don't remember if you were pulling up oh yes you stopped briefly to finalize your identities basically just out of sight around the corner of what is functionally a big door big sliding spiraling door that has meat incorporated, meatle, 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 just meatle things, you know. And there are some uh, guards hanging out outside of it. But for now, you're in the car, finalizing your identities. Can we go over everybody's identities again, please? Okay. I'm Barnabas Thorne, a representative of the Impossible Geography Society. Hi, Barnabas. <laughs> Please, call me Mr. Thorne. Sorry, Mr. Thorne. Uh, and then, right, fuck. Uh, who, would it, who did we say was going to be his bodyguard? Ah, it is I, P, <laughs> and my mysterious clone, F. Wait, no, T. Remember you said I was T. Oh, yeah, right, right, T. Uh, <laughs> I love that you can remind yourself. That's yeah, excellent. That <laughs> That's a good beautiful. touch. <laughs> All right, and uh, I am, uh, I, I shouldn't actually use my, the same fake name, that's a terrible idea, uh, your car, car door, right, car door, uh, I'll be wheelie. I don't know if they're gonna buy you uh, with an Asian name. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, oh, it does kind of sound <laughs> okay. I thought he was. I thought it was like like the motorbike trick. On... Uh, I thought that was the name. We're on Rook. It's it. It's not like ethnicity is a lot different here. Oh, right, right. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm Wheelie, the uh, <laughs> the representative for the encephalocomb that's escorting you. I'm a little bit worried about these themed nicknames. It wasn't really my intention. Okay, well, uh, shit. That's a bad option, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Janda? Janda. Perfect. I don't know, alright? Um, fuck. Uh, 
I can't exactly use my- I'm not, Oh god. I'm not gonna use like my ex's name or something. I don't know all the names from around here. I just know the theme. D a two-parter. We could do something like, what's your favorite pep, favorite sports drink in the street you were raised on? These are popular games. I, I like MMA. Mama. Mama? <laughs> well, that is a little bit close to the word mama. Oh, God. But... <laughs> oh, oh, boy. I, I don't think I should be called that in this context. Okay, what about just... M.A. M.A. That's it. That's actually good. Yeah, M.A. I can do that. I can do that. I am M.A., the, uh, the, the, the person escorting you here. I'm the representative for the encephalcombe. I'm sorry, who am I again? Uh, you said Cardor? Yes, but who is Cardor? You're my bodyguard. Right. Wait. I'm a bodyguard? Yeah, shit, wait. Should we be switching here? <laughs> maybe do it. Yeah, maybe the other way around. No, uh, remember, you're the representative. I'm the representative of the encephalocomb. Yes, that makes much more sense than me being a bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Right, yeah, shit. <clears throat> I know we talked about this like five minutes ago, but it feels like it's been a week. <laughs> and maybe we should have finalized this stuff last night before we went to bed. Yeah. You know what? No, no, no. The show or, must go or, on. Or are you finalizing it for the audience, a plan you already came up with. Oh, is this a flashback? Flashback to when we were less stupid. Oh, wait, that never <laughs> happened. Would we like to call this a flashback then so we're not no, sitting no. in the... No, <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be... I'm just, I, I'm just saying, like, you're reminding everyone of your identities and... Uh, no, you argued about it too much. Yeah. I can't. I can't save you from your own ineptitude. Yeah, we we are in fact idiots. <laughs> the edit cannot save us. The edit can save us. Lexi's just gonna choose to put us on blast. Oh yeah, completely. <laughs> Ma and Cardor, I'm I'm your I'm your bodyguard. Excellent. <laughs> God. All right. And in case of emergencies, I have this. I pull out the slime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Hopefully we really don't need to use that. That'd be a really bad because then we'd probably have to fight everything in the encephalocomb. Oh. I put the slime away. <laughs> uh, remember, worst comes to worst, we should probably just run. We don't want to... If things get really bad, we could just die in there and I'd much rather we make it out without the shit we're looking for than all get caught up in something trying to get something we are not ready for. Also, everybody keep an eye on the tracker from the other team, because if they're in there somewhere, we might need to change gears and go after them. Yeah, who has the tracker? Wait, shit. I thought you had it. Wait, shit. Looks at Nav, the usually responsible one who has important items. I just have the slime. Uh, whoever wants it. Yeah. Pete just has it somehow. It's it's just a so, regular I mean, ass if, tracker, if so it's not like. If each team needs to have a tracker, then my money's on Colin and Nav. Uh, this is this is Mackenzie, not Nav. <laughs> I accidentally started talking like Nav the other day, and Nathan started pointing it out. And I need to work on differentiating my voice from my characters, apparently. <laughs> yeah, whoever whoever wants the one receiver for. The other team, the Daddy Trio's tracker, <laughs> you can have it. That's what I officially call them. Why? Because I don't, <laughs> I don't know what else to call them. All right, Pete, hand me that tracker. Okay, well, I don't know why I was holding it, but here you go. <laughs> we don't know why you had it either, but here we are. All right. <laughs> well, the odds are with two Pete's, he's more likely to be holding it than anybody else. Statistically, you are correct. Yeah. <laughs> The best kind of correct. All right. Y'all want to... This is so fucked. We are... Belle kind of just head against the wheel for a moment. Oh, boy. This is a mess. Let's go. Let's go. We got this. All right. Now that we've got that sorted out, 
you guys take a moment to finalize whatever it is that you need to uh, have your beetle tell the system, I would think, probably in this moment. But because, you know, we can do a little bit of wiggle woomy stuff due to heist shenanigans, we don't have to specifically define that right this second. You drive forward around the corner of the tunnel of the Veritex and see this big door of Organomer and some other, it's plated with some other material that's not quite Organomer. It's something native to Rook, but that's a little different. And there are a number of Venom Troopers standing guard outside of this like checkpoint, I suppose you could call it. Venom Troopers are pretty common on Rook. I think the people who are familiar with Rook would know what they are. They are mass-produced clone soldiers, essentially, specifically bred for fighting, really. They tend to not be the most intelligent and they're also not really people they're not sparked certainly in a way they are more flesh constructs of rook they've got this kind of insectoid armor carapace and like these blades that come out of their their elbows i have a question yes are they capable of horny Lex has to legitimately ponder in this moment whether or not they can. No, it's a legitimate question if they're bug-like, if the pheromones that I have are going to affect them or not. I'm not necessarily planning this immediately. I just want to know. Go ahead and make a, let's say, level uh, level three knowledge check. And if you have any anything that might be related. I mean... No, just my normal shit. I don't think I would know anything about Rook specifically or bug anatomy. I got seven. Okay. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it'll work or not, which means it might work or it might not. You drive forward and the uh, Venom Trooper steps out and puts out a hand. A number of them have uh, guns leveled at your truck Jeep thing. Stop. One steps up and, like, knocks on the window. Roll it down, very hey, officer-like. There are no appointments registered for today. State your business. Now, this is absolutely unprofessional. We clearly had a meeting at the Encephalocomb scheduled for today. Yes, I concur. Have you been able to double-check your schedule? There have been no notifications. Bell kind of leans a little bit towards him. Well, I don't know what's in your system, but I know that I was scheduled to be here and escort our representative and their uh, clients into the encephalocombe. Yes, I'm afraid I'm going to need to get uh, each of your individual code numbers so that I can report this failure to the higher-ups. Do you think there's defective models guarding the encephalocomb? <laughs> Utterly disgraceful. There is no defection. Defection, huh? If what you say is true, please submit to a gene scan. The arm's already been gene scanned, right? Yeah, the arm the arm works. Or wait, no, shit, we have to get the thing plugged in. Yeah, so that might be a little tricky. You might have to talk your way out of this somehow. Or some other, uh, something else. Because right now, you really can't shouldn't get scanned. Yeah. And this isn't a throw a slime out the window kind of moment, I'm going to guess. No, no, not yet. <laughs> Last resort. Notably, uh, a thing about Venom Troopers, as I mentioned before, they're not the smartest. Okay, I am trained in deception, so I am going to just, like, try and fast talk my way through here. Okay. So, uh, listen, 
We are on a very tight schedule. We have memories to collect from the encephalocomb, and I cannot sit here while you scan each and every person in this vehicle. So why don't you just escort us to the lobby, and we will talk to someone there and sort this mess out. Go ahead and make... I think due to circumstances trying to dodge the gene scan, uh, I will up the their deception... Like, their appearing through falsehoods by one, so that's one detriment, but... Uh, so it'll be level three, and then whatever uh, skills you've got. So I have deceiving, and I have uh, non-coercive social interaction. Would either of those be relevant? Um, well, you're definitely a wait, deceptive which... little shit. Okay, I know you have an inability. Does that have to do with the the non-coercive thing? Okay, inability, difficulty of any task involving charm, persuasion, etiquette, or deception it is increased by one step. That's from your being strange. I don't know about the non-coercive thing, so that's interesting. Is that from entertains? Yeah, non-coercive in- interactions is entertains. You are on rook, so you are processing information. So you just have deception because I think you took that as just a character skill. Yes, okay. But that also gets a little bit counteracted by the strange inability. So that kind of flattens out. But I think you also have spin identity, which might be helpful here. Yes, I could use that. Sorry to be a stickler on skills and stuff, but I want... Oh no, holding us to the rules of the game. (laughs) Holding you to your character creation process that you went through and making it meaningful. Oh, yeah, no, no problem. Okay, so how many of the guards are here? You're talking to this one. Okay, so just one. Yeah. All right. Then intellect check. Yes. All right, I'll spend one effort on that. Okay, so level two. Uh, does spin identity help? I don't remember exactly how. Hang on. Provides an asset, so that reduces it down to one as well. All right. Great, because I rolled a five. Okay. <laughs> nice. Good. Okay, so please tell me how you fast talk your way out of this. What what last thing you say and how the ability manifests. I reach into my like jacket pocket and I pull out from like a number of different cards and badges and stuff, uh something that is like stamped with the impossible geography society like logo and i hold it up and i okay i am barnabas thorne representing the impossible geographical society and i demand to be let into the lobby to speak to someone who is not well someone who can actually deal with this situation and isn't just getting in the way is there any kind of indication of the spinning of identity? There's a bit of a like glow in Colin's eyes while he's talking. Okay. The Venom Trooper kind of cocks its head and kind of stutters a bit. I, I, you seem to be who you say you are, but this is confusing. You will speak with the sexceptionist, Salmin. But as it says this, and as your powers are working, you, Colin, also see something different about this Venom Trooper. There is flicking open, as it's kind of glancing at your group, a giant eye looks and stares directly at you. Little teeth, needle teeth, maws open on its face and head and split into these grins. And as your power takes effect, that creature that you have become acquainted with, its tendrils sprout and just kind of clasp around its head as it pulls itself from its flesh. No one else can see this, of course. And it's looking at you, smiling. 
Well, that's not ominous at all. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> yes, um, uh, driver, continue. Continue forward, please, now. Bell pulls forward. Come this way. He'll just try and try and look away. Are we, <laughs> is it Sorry. telling us to get out? Do, do all of us see this? <laughs> uh, yeah, only Colin can see the tenderly creature. The rest of you just see a venom trooper. I assume it's gesturing for us to come out now? Yeah. Yeah. Step out. Yep. Everybody steps out of the car. I'm going to step out and, like, hang as far away from the trooper as possible. <laughs> I mean, Pete was shadowing, well, Pete's was shadowing Colin this whole time, so they will continue to do this. Okay. Pete's plural. <laughs> Multi-Pete drifting. <laughs> Bell gets out and immediately goes to Nav's side, like, step behind, step to the right. Normal bodyguard positioning. Is glancing a little nervously at Colin, a little worried. <laughs> Colin is uh, sweating a bit. Nav is totally unaware that anything is going wrong. <laughs> Onward. All right. The Venom Trooper kind of glances down at its like some of its tools and brings you forward and presses a button on the wall and part of the door spirals open to allow you into essentially an airlock. You all file in, and the door closes behind you. A few Venom Troopers come with and are still aiming their weapons at you. Submit to a weapons check. <sighs> Not to worry. This is just a standard procedure. Kind of glance to the others reassuringly. I do assume okay. we ditched our weapons before we came in here. Uh, that's up to you. I mean, do we want to ditch all of our weapons? Don't we need some weapons? Isn't your arm a weapon? My arm's a weapon, like, in terms of punching, but... <laughs> Pete would have brought the spore pistol to fit as his, um... Since he's supposed to be a security guard, he wouldn't have thought long enough that they might get confiscated. Let's just say that Nav gave their extra gun to Pete, too. Yep. Bell would still definitely have the spike rifle and death blade because bodyguard, but hands them over mm -hmm. pretty quick. Okay. Uh, Colin left the death, the death blade in the uh, jeep. Okay. Because that seems suspicious. <laughs> Is my slime a weapon? Well, I'll be talking about that in a sec. Pete, what were you saying? So Petey, which is what I'm calling the clone, is uh, going to hand over the spore pistol, and then Pete will look at the clone matter-of-fact of... Fact of uh, my apologies. I do not have any weapons on the count of the fact that I am one. Will you need? Will I need to be scanned? <laughs> I love the idea of Twinkie Pete just utterly sincerely. I'm a weapon. He's in character. Oh yeah, he's in it. I love it. Please relinquish all weapons that you can relinquish, as well as any strange materials you might have. Ah, at that point, uh, Nav puts the the slime in a jar on a table. I'm assuming this is set up like when you go to a concert and they're checking your bags. The The goal is to make sure that while you're in there, you don't have any shenanigans with you. So if you want to hide anything, that is up to y'all. How big is my slime jar? Belle is going to try and hide her one her one recursion control cipher. Okay. The thing, the, the the slime is probably, it's small enough to fit in one hand. Oh, okay. Then I could sl shove the slime up. Well. <laughs> Do they have, like, anything resembling a metal detector here? Depends how good these scanners are is the thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's the other thing that I was about to basically share with you. Sorry, I'm not really presenting things as clearly as I want them to be, or uh, in, in the right order, I guess. One of the Venom Troopers from another room brings out a weird-looking dog. Hmm. Uh, weird-looking dog will probably get the pheromones. If, if, <laughs> oh, no. If, if you want... But if it's a Rook dog, it, it probably smells metal or some shit. Yeah, if you want to make a roll about what this thing is, let me know. I would like to figure out what the fuck this thing is. Okay. I'm going to call it a level three 
uh, check just to for as like general knowledge things, and if you have anything relevant to it. The only thing I possibly have is my uh, general knowledge of things on Rook from my uh, visitations. Um, I'll I'll give you an asset. Oh hey, I didn't even need it. That was an eleven. Okay, you know that this is a sniffer, and sniffers can smell the strange, particularly uh, strange objects like ciphers. Fuck! So I didn't have to give over my weapon, but it's gonna smell the cipher. <laughs> God fucking damn it! <laughs> Peter's going to, like, stand vaguely near the dog and not, 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 like, come up to the dog, but, like, basically, Pete doesn't know what this thing is, would have no way of realistically knowing, thinks that, like, oh, it's like an air dog that sniffs things in airports and see wants to see if it's, like, catching any whiff of... Because he's c- currently got the recursion lens, I assume, in, like, a pocket of some mm. kind. And okay. Could I, like, make a perception check to see if the dog is, like might realistically be sniffing this out or something since you're close to the you're putting your positioning yourself closest to the dog and notably this is a weird rook dog this thing is lanky and like armored it's got a carapace that and it's sleek and a big snoot kind of a prehensile snoot <gasps> like a borzoi prehensile doggo <laughs> it begins to sniff uh, at you and it really gets a good whiff of that recursion lens. Please relinquish any strange materials. Oh, uh, this this is essentially a radio. It's not a weapon. Do you still need it? You will have it returned to you when you leave. <sighs> All right. All right. Pete will shrug and hand it over. Yeah, fuck. Bab is also going to relinquish the slime and the haptic hallucination, which I'm not sure what that looks like here. Does it still just look like drugs? Uh, maybe it's an injection. I don't know. Yeah, my uh, my recursion control is a like adhesive patch. <laughs> you sure y'all don't want to come up with any way to avoid this? Or let me let me check on something. I'm just here. not sure what. What we're meant to do besides murder the guys. Like, you... We could probably pass it between, like, Belle's going to look to one of the others and just, like, see if anybody's making intense eye contact and just see, this... like, we could try to pass something off between us, like the dog sniffs one of us, and then you pass it off to someone who's already considered clean. You could also potentially do a flashback or, you know, try and come up with something. I don't know. There are a number of options. I've thought of at least two options for how I... to avoid a fight here. I ate the patch. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, well, I mean, I think that, like, the re- the recursion lens is useful, but not sufficiently useful that I need to, like, risk spending f- intelligence yeah. points to uh, get rid of it. It doesn't. I don't think we're planning on splitting the party, to my knowledge, or then again, it might be useful to have that, but... Um, yeah, because you also have to... I don't know if Nav's like... ready to shove a jar of slime up any orifices. Oh, right, yeah, I do also have the surveillance set. Um, Is anybody else willing to shove the slime up their orifices? Uh, not at this exact moment. We would have had to plan that. <sighs> Flashback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, there there are options here. Well, let me think. So the, the dog has clearly sniffed out the lens. I'm trying to think, is there anything clever I can do to the nullification save Ray the surveillance? would not work on the dog, would it? No. I feel like that would be obvious, too. Yeah. <laughs> the troopers would notice that shit. I mean, I could probably pass off my haptic hallucination as, like, a necessary medication. Mm. It's just a matter of everything should be pretty clear and clean as soon as we get to the lobby and just get the fucking beetle into the system. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it, to me, it's a matter of what do we think we might need before that moment. <laughs> or what would be good to have in case of a terrible everything-goes-wrong emergency. Alternatively, I could try to blow something up with my mind. <laughs> exactly, we have other skills. You also, I think, got something smelly. There is that. Can we? Can we just, like pass off the smelly shit to Pete quick and have him just sabotage the sniffer. Oh, yeah. I have the the smelly stuff. I'm going to 
Overload the dock. Casually pass it over. Wait. Uh, or uh, wait. As I mean, you do, as you're reaching, on. as you're reaching, Bell's gonna reach out to try and like st- subtly, accidentally knock it out of your hand. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a piece of fabric or something that I dosed in the hormone. So like, yeah, something just accidentally hits the floor with it. It just sort of falls out of my pocket in the vague direction of the dog. Okay. Uh, the sniffer takes uh, another sniff at Pete, and I think it finds the surveillance set as well. Um, but then its nose gets very... <laughs> oh, my. Guards, control this animal. And it gets all, yeah, it gets a little confused. And um, starts to <laughs> rub up against the Venom Troopers <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> I was expecting you to say it was humping legs. This seems largely inappropriate for a working environment. May I recommend you take your sniffers in for, I don't know, a cool down? Harassment training, maybe? Ah, uh, this is, uh, 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 this is strange, um unprecedented sexceptionist Salmon uh he pulls up like a he goes over to a wall and presses a a button there are people here to see they claim appointments confused this is strange day <laughs> please deal with them <laughs> the sniffer is acting up people just shake his head like disappointed dad uh, the sniffer is getting very rambunctious and the the venom troopers start dragging it out of the room oh, no. my apologies mr thorne this establishment is usually more put together i yes. should think so my apologies as well may we continue uh, yeah, another Venom Trooper uh, presses a button on the door, and they wave you through. How many of these motherfuckers are there? A bunch. They're they're mass-produced soldiers. Fine. <laughs> like how you say that, like, fine, I'll allow it. Um, you've probably seen at least half a dozen, perhaps more. But yeah, the Venom Trooper pressed the button and kind of waved you through as they all kind of dove on the sniffer and are dragging it out. We proceed on forward then. Hey there, it's Lexi. I'm just letting you know that we are going to take January off for posting. Between holidays, illness, life changes, making scheduling complicated, and this time of year just generally exacerbating my depression, we need a little break to catch up. In all likelihood, we'll continue the Strange campaign at the beginning of February. If we're still struggling by then, I'll see if I can be ready to release the first Freelancer's Monster of the Week one-shot. It's already fully edited for content, but it's a particularly musically and sonically evocative episode that I'd really like to get fancy with, so we'll see when that gets done. Thank you for your understanding, happy holidays, and be safe out there. You step forward through the irising metal door, metallic door, metal, whatever, to into a lobby. And it is a very dramatic change from the previous stone and metal locale. This place is nice. This place is fancy. There is carpet, a lot of red carpet with black patterns, and Inside, there are some more guards, uh, as well as a desk that it's a fairly small lobby. They probably don't have a lot of people in here, but it is definitely opulent. And at standing up from the desk is a woman with very sharp features, dark hair, some cybernetic enhancements, clearly. uh, And she says... What is the meaning of this? I was not aware of any appointment. Guards keep them out. Uh, The door is notably open and you have walked in. 
uh, at least a little bit. And there is clearly some kind of console on her desk. I look at Belle and I nod subtly. Belle, without blinking, doesn't really shift even. Just gives a little nudge to the beetle in the pocket and sets it loose. Who are you? Explain yourselves or be terminated. Ma'am, Finally, I someone of stature. I am Mr. Barnabas Thorne of the Impossible Geography Society, and I am here to obtain some memories. We have an appointment set to visit a vault. <laughs> Truly, you think I'm to believe this? I have a system right here. I have had no notifications that anyone was coming today. I don't even have a representative ready for you. You expect me to believe Actually, me? Actually, ma'am, we have already met. I am Representative Cardor. <laughs> I'm one of the newer representatives, so it's quite possible we haven't had the opportunity to meet face-to-face -face at this point. <laughs> if you would like to check the systems, I'm sure that they are in there, it is possible there was some type of a glitch or a otherwise problem with our notifications. Belle kind of leans forward a tiny bit, not enough to be particularly threatening or anything, but leans forward. Ma'am, I would suggest some amount of decorum here. Uh, am I? I believe we've met through a handful of the All Song meetings, but this is... A legitimate appointment, ma'am. I've been here, I believe, twice before. Though you might not remember me, I am just protection. I usually don't even get, uh, don't have to escort people past the gates, but in this scenario, it's required. Uh, hmm. Okay, so there's there's definitely some kind of collective role here happening. Who wants to roll this? Maybe maybe Belle is the one to roll it at the end of the day, but Colin, you're definitely helping, so you're lending your skill and deception to her, and I think, Nav, you're also adding, uh, I believe, a plus one to the roll. Computer science to explain why the computer might not have worked, even though the way that I literally explained it sucked ass. <laughs> Do you have skills in computer science here? It's one of the only fucking, well, okay, it's one of my original skill sets, so it's like, along with my strained lore and my navigation abilities, so I think that oh, okay. transfers. Uh, if, if, if that's part of your character and not your focus, then yeah. Yeah, no, that's just a thing I know about, because I got into computers when I started on Earth. Okay. Um, Hasn't come up a lot. <laughs> uh, still just going to give a plus one to the roll. Uh, rather than the full asset. Fine. Be that way. I don't think that really, you know. Um, so this will be, with those reductions, it'll be level four check, deception check, with a plus one to the roll. Cool. Spend any points you want. Yeah, definitely going to spend it. This will be intellect, right? Yep. Yep, definitely gonna because uh, this is rather important. I was trying to read, uh, read and be like, she seems like she's very high and mighty. Like, probably wouldn't notice the like guard types. You pleb. She looked. She seems like the manager who doesn't actually know the names of like just the the faceless muscle who walk around with the others. Oh, I'll give you actually. I'll give you a an asset for that observation. Actually, yo, uh. That is exactly a 12. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, was that with the plus one or or With before? the plus one. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. I did also spend the intellect, but... <laughs> oh, okay. So then you would have only needed... An... Okay, yeah. yeah. That's, that's more Still, than Still, I was anxious. Uh, she kind of works her jaw for a moment. I will double check. And she steps back and walks around to her computer. And meanwhile, this conversation has been going on. We, the audience, saw a little beetle crawling through the floor, the, the, the carpet up the side of the desk over, looks around, sees a, a big old computer 
console and kind of shivers almost happily, skitters over onto it, and starts to disintegrate and sink into the system just before Salmin steps back around the desk and she types a few things in it and finds that, huh, that is, I will need to get a, someone to look over the system. I'm very sorry for the confusion. No, my apologies, ma'am. I believe that when I entered the appointment into the system as the representative, I must have disabled some of the notification systems without intending to. Allow me to take full responsibility. A rookie mistake. Do not let it happen again. Yes, Captain. I mean, yes, (laughs) ma'am. Slick. Sexceptionist. Security receptionist. Sexceptionist. Nav salutes and then steps back. (laughs) Belle kind of rolls her eyes like... She's narrowing her eyes at all of you. Um, But she says, I trust you will be able to guide them properly. Oh, yes. Navigation is my strongest suit. Well, I should hope so, because apparently computers are not. Again, my apologies, sir. Unprofessional. Well, lead on then, Representative. Uh, Salmon kind of almost mockingly bow like it's not quite a bow but it there's a little bit of a sarcastic tilt of the body as she kind of uh gestures towards a door off to the side very helpful that she's doing this because otherwise you might have been lost (laughs) (laughs) and we go through that door as gestured bell resumes her bodyguard position you come to the door, and there is a little scanner. What kind of scanner? Like a hand scanner. Bioscanner, yeah. This is the thing we have the arm for. <laughs> All right, Serge, let's hope your magic works. Better fucking off. Reaches forward and gonna scan the hand. Uh, so someone needs to basically in- mess with the lock first using the device, and then to set it so that it will scan your hand. Yeah. Is Salmon, did Salmon follow us? Uh, she's kind of watching from from off to the side, but she's behind y'all. Okay, okay, who has the box? I assume we would have given it to Nav. Nav has the box. All right, so Nav is going to go ahead as the representative and try to shield the box from uh, the, sorry, se- it's not secretariat. <laughs> Sexceptionist. Sexceptionist? S-E-C-C-eptionist. Okay. Pete's will, like, kind of shadow nav, but, like, kind of threateningly make T will be, what is taking so long? We are on a tight schedule here. And P will be like, do you even know how doors work? (laughs) (laughs) Nav is starting to look a little bit genuinely upset while they are getting this box set up. (laughs) But also, like, is standing in such a way that hopefully the box is being, like... Helping to body Nav is mostly being shielded. Yes, there are two additional bodies. The two bodies kind of pressed together, being loomy and annoying, are definitely enough to block her view. She's kind of looking suspiciously. But uh, Nav, you pull out the box, and it it extends these little prongs and shoots some little lasers at the lock. And after a few seconds, perhaps a little, a few too many seconds for comfort, they're very sweaty 10 seconds, a light changes on it, uh, saying that it's ready. And Bell, you can put your hand on it. Oh, roll the eyes. <sighs> Allow me. Reaches forward, puts the arm on. I'm so going to get fired from this job. If you're lucky. Uh, the scanner rolls up and down your hand. Salmon says, what is taking so long over there? Do you have a problem with the door? (laughs) I was wondering the same thing myself. And she begins to walk over, and then the door clicks, it beeps, and it opens. 
I'm really starting to think there may be an issue with the computer systems today. Things seem to be operating slower than anticipated. I think there's something wrong with your name in the system. That's also quite possible. Unfortunately, my parents hadn't gave me a name with many backslashes and asterisks, which can <laughs> cause problems in computer systems. Shall would, we continue You would doubt the on. veracity of the acephalicome in, in handling mere special characters. You're disgraceful. Just go, go on. No, no, more, and no more excuses from you. Let's get on with it. I am on a schedule. <laughs> what the fuck? You all scurry forward into the next room and the door closes behind you. I'm so sorry, Nev. We did not actually mean any of that. You're doing great. You're doing amazing. We're just trying to buy some time. Do not break character. Am I going to get fired? You don't actually work here. Oh my God, all of you. You don't fucking, you don't fucking just start talking out loud normally just because you got past one security measure. There are these things called cameras that have audio. That's why we're talking quietly. Because it's at least a little harder for you to be picked up talking suspicious shit. Come on, fuck. (laughs) To Pete's credit, he was whispering. (laughs) (laughs) To Pete's credit, at least. Which Pete? You all find yourselves in the first of presumably three special security checkpoints that the representative should know how to get through with no problem. <laughs> but the three, the four of you, the five, however fucking many of you, <laughs> five. the five of you have found yourselves in a very dark room. You can tell from on either side of you is a very narrow corridor. Uh, There's perhaps the faintest glow from some of your uh, mechanical, you know, cybernet, your cybernetics. uh, But it is, it is very dark. What do you do? You can't see the other side of the room. You can barely see three feet in front of you. Would it be possible that I have any enhancement that would allow for seeing better in the dark or having a flashlight in my arm or something? Is that a thing that your focus says you have? Uh, Nev pulls out the tow lighter! (laughs) (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Yes, absolutely! Fucking Christ, the tow lighter is useful! Incredible. I mean, I tried to make the blood... (laughs) cleaner useful yesterday or not yesterday last week that didn't work at least fire definitely creates light yeah so the tow lighter flicks on and it lights up more than uh, so it's the darkness around you it's almost like it's swallowing the light from your mechanical uh implements or body parts and whatnot such that they should be lighting things up more, but the tow lighter being perhaps because it's an analog flame or some something, perhaps some function of the tow lighter, it lights up a little bit more. It's a little bit easier to see now. And you can see close organomer walls on either side of you leading forward just a short distance to another wall with... Okay. Slight, slight, slight modification here. You can see off to your left uh, another corridor, and you can see further down is a, another left turn. It seems that you might be in something of a dark maze. Motherfucker. Do they put just regular clientele through this? I know how mazes work. If we just go the same turning direction the whole way through, eventually we'll get to the exit. Eventually? We don't... Do we want to spend that much time? Bell looks up. Is there, like, a, a roof to this thing? Yeah, it's just... It's it's a ceiling. The walls go all the way up. Shit. I guess we just have to fucking walk the thing. Can I roll navigation? <laughs> <laughs> um... Hmm. I, I would want you to describe how you're utilizing navigation well i have a toe (laughs) the toe is worth an asset at least the toe is worth an asset at least i mean like i've seen the outside of the building 
and at least the insides of this particular room and how mazes work. I don't know if that gives me any general knowledge of of where to assume things might be. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to how to test a maze, really. I say we just go in and turn left every time. I guess that's what we're doing. I don't know if I want to get into a whole ass maze tonight. I was thinking one of the security things out of three, and the first one being a long ass maze makes me got that dropped to down to zero. I feel like the maze isn't actually that hard. That doesn't necessarily mean it's fast. Yeah, I feel like we can. I feel like we can bang this out though. If it's just a normal maze, I feel like it's not too bad. Is it a normal maze that's not too bad, or should we do this next time? I mean, I got a relatively simple maze off of the internet. Okay, so it's not going to be filled with, like, fucking venomous snakes or whatever. You don't know. It is very dark, and it is a security measure for the encephalocomb. The intention of the maze, presumably, is a, a representative knows the path and can avoid any dead ends or dead ends if such exist i don't suppose there's a console in here i could attempt to hack half-acidly no i'm gonna see how much damage my clone can take on what the wall. no wait no see <laughs> i don't want to kill Petey. what hmm. happens when we roll out of here with one less pete than we came in with salman looks at us like what the fuck we had to eat him I did make this maze in mind with the understanding that there's the possibility that you guys are capable of cheating. Hey, Lex, do you mind screen sharing that maze? <laughs> uh, not that kind of cheating. Damn it. Wait a second. Should I just slime through this thing? I'm, it's only like a cubic foot of material. Damn it. I was going to say premonition would probably be a good way to get through this. I don't think I can premonition so specifically that it's the path of a maze. Well, I also have premonition, but well, it says you could learn one random fact from a person or a location that is pertinent to a topic you designate. So that part, that random fact wouldn't be the exact layout of the room of the room that we are standing in. You may learn something. I suppose let's say that we're doing some premonitions about the security systems here at the Acephalocom, hey? Yeah, I think that that's what Pete's Pete is going to so first of all the walls aren't invisible right they are there it's just very dark I see so first of all Pete will touch the wall does anything happen it is a cold wall got to be more to this isn't this a security thing and with that Pete will cast premonition and specifically he's casting premonition about the security features of this room that is what he is trying to... That is the topic. Okay. Pete, you focus your thoughts and think about what the security might be like in this maze if, such a, if it such exists. And you get a vibe of dead ends where some are clean, but some are soaked in blood of old trespassers. Skewered, shredded. There is death here. I see. So, as far as I tell, this can tell, this is a maze. We just can't be wrong. I get the feeling that if we stand in the wrong place here, it won't end well for us. Can we see to the end of the hallway directly in front of us? I think it's short enough that the tow lighter is able to provide to the end of the hallway in this bit. It goes to the left. Okay, directly in front of us goes left too. Yeah. All right. Putting in a rule right away here? I'm going first. Nav hands Bell the tow lighter. <laughs> so, best thing then is to just get through this best we can tracking where we're going. Nav, do you want to keep track of where we're going, write it down or something? Can do. Nav is going to have the, have a tablet set up essentially with that goal in mind. Then, it's just a matter of spotting a dead end and backing away from it fast. Alright? Okay. 
All right, just, we can't get too far apart from each other in the dark here, so don't stray too far, but give me a little space. If something comes out and it comes straight uh, for uh, me at the lead, I don't want it fucking touching any of y'all. Are you sure about this? Hey, I have been able to take a beat, beating and keep on uh, heating. So, do we want to go le- uh, left or straight? Wait. Wait, wait, wait. I can do this. Nav uh, is going to release their nanobot nano infusion. So it's a nanite swarm. Which takes one intelligence. Okay. Against my edge. So I guess I can just do it. Yeah. At least the first time. Because it's a 10 foot infusion, I think. Okay. So you'll probably have to use it a few times. I'm just trying to keep them generally in front of us as we navigate so that I can I can tell which ways are dead ends or not. Okay, now. So you use your nanite infusion to sense basically the shape of the walls in the maze. Yes. That is going to make this pretty easy, though you'll have to use it a few times uh, just due to the size. But you sense, you send out your nanomachines and they permeate the walls even. So you can get a, a decent sense of the area. And after, let's say, four uses of this, each one would increase the cost a little bit. You're able to navigate through the, na- the maze with basically no trouble the darkness the spikes the you can feel like almost venus fly traps in some of the sections you can feel the the shapes of like a there's a clawed statue that i think perhaps still has some bones on it well i don't love that yeah that speared through someone they're old though that your nanomachines tell you the carbon dating of them, and they're like, they've been around for a little while. Certainly not within the last few days. <laughs> not your friends being dead. Seriously, do they never clean this place? Uh-huh. And you make it through the maze. You come up to the door, there's a scanner. You plug in your hacking device and use that Bell's arm to open it and... The light from the next room is almost blinding by comparison. You have made it through my maze and you have solved my maze puzzle. And we definitely didn't have to do anything else or struggle at oh, all. Oh yeah, I was so competent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely solved that legitimately. Great work, Nev. That was amazing. Seriously, hard carry. <laughs> uh, you also, uh, I think, a little, a little bleep on the receiving device for the tracker. I pull out the tracker. Hold up, everybody. Holy shit. We got a ping. And it's, it's clear that it is somewhere forward and down deeper into this facility, but you know that they set off the tracker and you are on your way towards them, the daddy trio. All right, team. This has officially become a rescue mission. Technically, it always was. So they didn't get eaten by the slime. Well, it was a rescue or recovery mission and or... We can hope. Well, that one wasn't so bad. <laughs> Just got two more, right? I don't know. I'm starting to get pretty tired. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that was Pete's talk talking in character. That was also Nav. Nav is tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the five of you are now ready to face your next task, which is... Just a white hallway with some reddish stains on the floor and a door at the other end. I've seen Resident Evil. I know what this is. March 5th, 2009, Admin Log 1. Over the last few weeks, there have been numerous reports of folk appearing. Most of the appearances have been in Europe, particularly in Germany, but there may be related cases elsewhere, including here in North America. Many of the appeared folk are children wearing clothes from a variety of time periods. Despite definitely being out of time, those interviewed have been found in or around the towns they claim to be from. Recently, Casaloma agents had dealings with a being thematically matching Germanic folktales relating to lost children. This witch's words may be pertinent to this broader investigation. With a wave of my hand, 
while on forested land, all those lost back home I would steer. Perhaps this witch has decided to cause a bit of chaos while fulfilling her side of the bargain with my agents. For occasional announcements regarding this production, you can follow us on Twitter at DiceWeavePod or at diceweave.tumblr.com. Colin Thulis is played by Nathan Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at BertNerdTram. Nav is played by Mackenzie Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at KenziePhoenix. Peter Bardwell is played by Will Leet. Sarah Bell Wilson is played by Valkyrie Bradford. I'm Lexi Conwell, your host, game master, and editor. I can be found on Twitter at Conwell underscore Alex or on Facebook at Lexi Conwell Creative. The original music used in this production was composed by Lexi Conwell. Some of this music can be found on SoundCloud at Lexi Conwell Creative with additional music from Fractal Skies on Spotify. The logo for Diceweave was created by Allison Healy, who can be found on Facebook at Allison M. Healy Illustrator. The role-playing system and setting used for this production is Monty Cook Games' The Strange, an official setting of the Cypher system with additional world-building by the cast of Diceweave.